Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, May 17th. And the episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. The Bruins, of course, dropped Game 1 of their first-round playoff series against the Washington Capitals on Saturday. We'll get into all that, as well as some potential lineup changes for Game 2 here on Monday night. But before we do, let me remind you to please hit that subscribe button so that each new episode will be automatically added to your feed free to download, listen, and enjoy. If you uh, could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can follow along at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, we're at Locked On Bruins. And you can find me, my hockey tweets and dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren. That's where I do most of my tweeting uh, during the games. So do follow along there as well. All right, so where should we start looking back at Game 1? Of course, it was Tom Wilson who got the offense going for the Washington Capitals. Charlie McAvoy broke his stick on an attempted shot from the point, led to an odd man rush the other way. Uh, A nice little passing play between Wilson and Oshie, and Wilson roofed it past Tukarask, uh, I believe left side, top shelf. Uh, A really nice shot, to uh, to be honest. And... Um, one of my thoughts going into this game was how Peter Laviolette had decided to take his second scoring line and match them up with Corrali, Coyle, and Ritchie, and that really uh, seemed to make a difference in this one. Nick Dowd got the game winner in overtime off a deflection past Tukarask that kind of hit him in the chest, squeaked past his pads and into the back of the net. And that was really a savvy move by Peter Laviolette to get Wilson, Oshie, Sprong, Dowd subbed in on there. Uh, They really did a number on that third line for the Bruins, and that could be uh, something that uh, Bruce Cassidy looks at heading into Game 2. Jake DeBrusque tied the game for the Bruins in the first period, and goaltender Vitek Vanacek was forced to leave after appearing to overextend while attempting to stop DeBrusque's shot. Craig Anderson, who's going to turn 40 this week, subbed in, made 21 stops on 22 shots after playing just four times this season, including one start since February 21st. Bruce Cassidy said the Bruins didn't generate nearly enough, no matter who was in net. The Bruins had a couple odd man rushes early in this one. Both uh, players passed instead of electing to shoot. There was one with Marshan and Pasternak specifically where Marshan attempted a very long cross-ice pass where he had a pretty open look. Cassidy said they had good looks, good chances to score. Usually when that happens, it tells him they're overpassing, not as dialed in as we need to be. Obviously, there was a lot of criticism on Tukarask after this game. Uh, the Wilson goal, very difficult to stop. The second goal went off Jeremy Lozon's stick. The third goal was a deflection. Uh, Yes, the Bruins should have stolen this one, especially with Washington's third-string goalie in net. But uh, putting the blame on Tukarask, I think, is, is a bit much. The offense certainly didn't 
do enough to make life difficult for Craig Anderson. He was giving up rebounds, falling around all over the place, uh, fell into the net and pushed it off with the assistance of Zdeno Chara at one point, which prevented a pretty good look by Pasternak on the penalty, or sorry, on the power play. And uh, a lot of, you know, bad puck luck for the Bruins in this one. They did lead when it comes to uh, expected goals and high danger chances, but the Capitals overall had the puck more than the Bruins, generated more shots on goal, and ultimately took advantage of those chances and, and got some pretty good bounces to go their way in in the end. Uh, Nick Ritchie got the Bruins' second goal, squeaking the puck past Anderson on the power play, so it was good to see them uh, get their special teams going a little bit, although the power play could have looked better. I think it might be worth putting Taylor Hall up on the first unit. But overall, the Capitals just seemed to have a bit more energy coming out of the gate. They were very physical early on and really seemed to set the pace and dictate the play. The Bruins really never seemed to be able to put together the kind of game that they have been successful with since the trade deadline. You know, the second line, I don't really love to look at plus minus, but they were a minus two in this one on the ice for two goals against, including the overtime uh, game winner. And like Cassidy said, I think it really was a matter of the Bruins not generating nearly enough on Vanacek or Anderson. And that could have made life a lot easier for Tuka Rask and Net. You know, he's not a perfect goalie. No goalie is, but he's been one of the premier goaltenders in the playoffs over the last 10, 11 years. And to place the blame solely on him, you know, seeing a lot of short leash comments, People saying he's got to be better, the game was on him, but really, uh, at the other end of the ice, there were a lot of deficiencies, and the Capitals were able to take advantage of some fortunate breaks on all three of their goals, quite simply. Like I mentioned, McAvoy snapped his stick on Tom Wilson's goal, uh, Brendan Dillon, his shot tumbled over the glove of Tukarask after it hit Jeremy Lozon's stick, the overtime winner, it was a bouncing puck off Nick Dowd, uh, and it hit Rask in the chest, trickled through the five hole to clinch the victory. Rask said it was a one-time from the blue line. He said he thought it was going over his head. Then it hit a stick, hit his chest, somehow ended up in the back of the net. I probably bumped it into my own net, he said. Didn't see the replay, but all the goals hit a stick on the way in. That's how it goes sometimes. Rask said, goalies in general are really good in this league, so it's tough to beat them with a direct shot anyways. You're going to have some screens and some deflections. They ended up having three of them. That's hockey. Tough luck on me. And again, the Bruins had more high danger chances, more expected goals, but uh, the Capitals took advantage of these bounces, got the win, and the Bruins are now down 1-0. The Bruins... Also, like I said, fell prey to some physicality on Washington's end early on. Cassidy said they were hard early. Krejci got drilled by Ovechkin, uh, knew something was coming. He thought they responded better as the game went along. The Bruins got their share of hits, uh, kind of got physical to sort of match it. Uh, Jeremy Lozon, especially very physical, questionable incident involving uh, TJ Oshie, I believe, where he... 
uh, hit him pretty hard in the head, knocked his helmet off. I believe might have even broken his helmet. Uh, that's to be expected in the playoffs. Goaltending, pretty lenient either way. Um, and, you know, the Bruins are going to have to stick to their game in order to be successful in this series. You don't need to match Washington hit for hit. Uh, you need to be smart with the puck. You need to get the puck on net. Clean zone exits, clean passes through the neutral zone, and just uh, fire it away. I thought that was really lacking in this one. Again, especially with Anderson being a bit shaky and giving up some rebounds and pretty vulnerable in there coming in cold after uh, very few shots in actual games this season. One bright spot, I thought, was Jake DeBrusque. Uh, He scored the first goal of the postseason, 15th career postseason goal. And uh, great to see him get going early if he can gain some confidence and play with some authority, uh, whatever role he's in, whether he sticks on the fourth line or maybe bumped up to the third line. uh, That could be a nice move for game two, but I thought he played uh, pretty well, all things considered. Shots-wise, the Bruins were led by uh, David Pasternak, with six shots on goal, uh, followed by Charlie McAvoy with five, Matt Grizzlick with three. No other forward had more than two. And, you know, Taylor Hall, Craig Smith, David Krejci was probably their weakest game since the trade deadline. They really need to get going if the Bruins have a chance of going back to Boston tied at one here uh, in the first round of the playoffs. So to sum up, no, I don't believe Tuka Rask was perfect. I don't think he is infallible or, you know, free from criticism. But I do believe the goals that beat him were a bit wonky. And there were some good bounces, fortunate bounces for the Capitals. At the other end of the ice, the Bruins didn't nearly make it difficult enough for Craig Anderson, a goalie coming in cold and certainly vulnerable and especially the second line, the third line, was just caved possession-wise. Those two lines need to step up in Game 2, and the Bruins will have a good shot. Overall, I thought the Bruins, yeah, they had a chance to win this one. Uh, They should have won this one, all things considered. They didn't get the bounces uh, and didn't create enough offensively to... Uh, get the better of Anderson, whoever's in net for the Capitals in Game 2. I think the Bruins need to come out and really just fire away and try to make life as difficult for whoever is in net. Uh, So that's kind of my main takeaways from it. Uh, The third line, the third D pair for the Bruins uh, probably needs some adjustments, and we'll get into that here. What we can look ahead to for Game 2 in a moment, but before we do, let's talk about Credit Karma. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Who doesn't want instant gratification? If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, you could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Credit Karma is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. Right now, visit Credit Karma slash WinMoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. 
That's Credit Karma slash win money. Instacarma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Before we get to Bruins news and notes from practice on Sunday, a quick update on the Capitals goaltending situation. Zach Fucali was recalled on an emergency basis. It looks like Vanacek is day-to-day questionable for game two and Ilya Samsonov has also been removed from the COVID-19 list Uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov who you may have noticed didn't play Saturday remains on the list but is allowed to be on the ice according to protocols Samsonov is available to the team Kuznetsov not available for a few more days Uh, Peter Laviolette said Samsonov being off the COVID-19 list means he is available to the team but he would not confirm if Samsonov would be an option in net for Game 2 on Monday. Uh, So that's um, the situation. Fukali recalled to the active roster, and Samsonov off the COVID list. Uh, Vanacek day-to-day, so it's really up in the air right now as to who will be in net for the Capitals in Game 2 uh, tonight. Now, having said that, like I said off the top, the Bruins need to generate more offense no matter who's in net. They did have higher expected goals, better um, high danger chances than the Capitals in Game 1, but uh, just firing the puck from all over the place. We see it in Game 1 how that was effective for the Capitals, getting shots from the point, getting people in front of the net. Uh, That will be key for the Bruins in Game 2, making life difficult for whoever is in the net for Washington. Again, just to circle back, I don't think Tuka Rask is immune from criticism. No player is. Nobody on the Bruins is. Uh, There were some questions about Brad Marchand's play last night. Um, You know, they could have been better. The second line could have been better. Boston's failure to pepper Craig Anderson with pucks is one of the bigger reasons why the Bruins lost Game 1, in my opinion. They had a lot of shots that missed the net. Um, They had some opportunities to make some adjustments. They didn't do that. And going 1-for-4 in the power play certainly hurt them as well. Now, in terms of what we can expect for tonight's game against Washington, Game 2, it uh, doesn't look as though there are going to be any changes up front, so we can expect similar lineup that way. The one question mark is uh, Jeremy Lozon. He had a maintenance day Sunday. May not be able to go. If not, then Connor Clifton will come in uh, and play with Kevin Miller on his off wing. Uh, or maybe Carlo. I'm not sure exactly who where they'll put him, but uh, Cl- Connor Clifton will be the guy to come in. Um to Garask, getting the start, according to Bruce Cassidy, no reason to make a change in there. Uh, he did acknowledge, Bruce Cassidy, that he had issues with uh, Anderson's net coming off the moorings in Game 1. He said, clearly they knocked it off. Anderson helped it along. Looked like a good opportunity for us. Uh, tough for the Bruins. Smart play by Anderson, and Z was pretty clever on that play as well so those were the big takeaways uh, after practice here on Sunday Uh, no changes up front uh, in terms of who will be in the lineup there may be some adjustments to the lines as the game goes on Uh, I could see DeBrusque coming up and playing on the third line a bit um, because he's been off to a good start in the playoffs 
I could see uh, Grizzlick and McAvoy being up against the top pair more often just to get that extra mobility. Uh, and the only lineup change could be Lozon coming out and Clifton coming in. And to be honest, based on uh, game one, that might not be uh, the worst thing for the Boston Bruins. No uh, disrespect intended to Lozon, but I didn't think he was uh, overly effective uh, although he did make a couple of good defensive plays uh, but you know he got caught up in some of that physicality could have easily got pegged for a penalty on that Oshi incident and uh, might be good to have Clifton's kind of uh, steady presence back there as well as uh, his breakout ability with the puck. Craig Smith, David Pasternak addressed the media on Sunday as well neither seemed overly concerned with uh, the game one loss uh, you know the Capitals took advantage of their opportunities. The Bruins need to do more to get pucks on net. Playoff hockey's weird. Uh, some bounces are going to go your way some nights. They're not others. And you just have to uh, be smart with the puck and do what you can to get it on net. And that's what I believe they're going to do here in this game uh, tonight. Game 2 against the Washington Capitals. I should add as well, Bruce Cassidy and his availability on Sunday pointed to that early 2-1-1 that Marchand had with Pasternak and Marchand's, uh, you know, decision to pass instead of take that shot. He would have liked to have seen Marchand be a bit more assertive on that one uh, and just fire the puck. So again, that's the key takeaway for me. Pucks on net uh, and do whatever you can to make life difficult for whoever is starting for the Capitals here tonight. Before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, let's talk about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar that comes in nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time offering. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. Something for everyone. And if you haven't tried them, you can get a mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. They're also great for the health-conscious person. Most of the flavors have around 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, about 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. If you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. You will not regret it. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Before puck drops on Game 2, get over there, sign up for a free account on your laptop or mobile device, Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information, as well as odds for all your sporting needs. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams look to make deep runs into the playoffs. Head to their website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. And as I record this, the New York Islanders have taken Game 1 against the Pittsburgh Penguins in their East Division playoff series. Kyle Palmieri with two goals, getting the early leg up on Taylor Hall in terms of trade deadline acquisitions helping their teams in the postseason. Uh, Semyon Varlamov 
Evgeny Malkin both missed that game for their respective teams. Ilya Sorokin getting the win for the Islanders. Tristan Jari letting in some uh, questionable goals for the Pittsburgh Penguins as the Islanders took that game. Uh, Just a quick update on the Capitals' goaltending situation. It looks like Craig Anderson is expected to get the start, according to NHL.com. Peter Laviolette said they were happy with the way he played. Uh, You're talking about an experienced goaltender who has been there and done that, has excellent numbers in the regular season and the postseason, and when called upon for the Capitals, he has answered the bell. Hopefully, again, the Bruins can take advantage of the Capitals playing against uh, are playing with sorry their third string goalie uh, going down two nothing in that scenario would be very uh, very dejecting <laughs> to say the least. Uh, Bruins again will be focusing on getting shots on goal. Craig Smith only had one shot in this one, and he said it will be more of an emphasis on Monday. Uh, he thought maybe they were looking for too much or to do uh, too much with the puck. But it's just about getting shots through traffic, getting some tips, and that's how, of course, the Capitals were able to get ahead of the Bruins. Uh, What else is going on? Matt Porter of the Boston Globe uh, explored the possibility of the Bruins acquiring Jack Eichel in his column over the weekend. Porter believes the Bruins could afford the cap hit if they let Krejci, Rask, and Corrali walk as unrestricted free agents this summer. The tougher question is what they would need to send back. It would likely mean parting ways with David Pasternak. And for me, that's that's a non-starter. I know there are uh, advantages to getting star centers over star wingers. Uh, but at the same time, uh, David Pasternak has proven to be one of the elite scorers at the NHL level and still uh, commands pretty high value. In my mind, I'd rather the Bruins just, um, you know, focus on re-signing Hall and uh, go with the depth option there instead of trading Pasternak for Eichel and risk losing Taylor Hall as well. Anyways, that's it, I believe, for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Again, a disappointing game one result for sure. Uh, And the Bruins hopefully can rebound here tonight in Game 2, even things up, heading back to Boston. That's kind of always the goal, the game plan for teams starting on the road. It's to go back home uh, and take care of business back on home ice, take at least one game, and they're in position to do that. So hopefully that will be the case here tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the support. subscribing to the podcast, downloading on a regular basis. It really does mean a lot. Uh, Tonight, in lieu of hockey, I'll be watching The Underground Railroad, which is a new show on Amazon Prime based on a novel by Colson Whitehead. Very good. And I I do recommend that if you're looking for something to watch that's non-hockey. A bit heavy, the first episode in particular, with the content, but... Uh, very well done. I also caught the uh, latest episode of Mighty Ducks Game Changers of the weekend. No spoilers, but uh, could be some big changes ahead for the Don't Bothers uh, in next episode. We'll see how that resolves itself as well. Anyways, again, not the result we wanted in Game 1. Hopefully things go better tonight. Do follow at Ian C. McLaren and at L.O. Bruins for all the latest here on Monday in advance of the game. 
in terms of any further lineup adjustments, but right now it looks like things will stay the same for Game 2 with the possibility of Connor Clifton coming in for Jeremy Lozon, who took a uh, shot to his right hand, uh, not the same one that he injured in the Lake Tahoe game that uh, kept him out of the lineup for quite some time. Uh, So different hand, but similar injury, hopefully not as serious. Although I wouldn't be too upset if Connor Clifton were to come in uh, and bring some more energy there on the blue line. Thanks again for uh, tuning in. We will talk to you again tomorrow with some recap of tonight's Game 2 against the Washington Capitals set for 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Let's go Bruins. Hopefully they can rebound. And again, get some pucks on the net, please. And thank you.